Barney and Friends. Barney Simon. Jacaranda FM. Nice funky stuff. Uh, a band called Clean Bandit. Real love. Uh, Farhan Fudgy is here tonight. And an amazing story there, man. I, I was on the verge of shedding a tear there. <laughs> Just, it's 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 such an encouraging story as well. It's sad, but and I've just you showed me your leg now. Yeah, I don't want to see what it looks like now. Explain that because I drilled right through. So in two thousand and five, I played rugby, and I, I like I said, I tore the anterior cruciate ligament off the bone, and it needed reconstruction surgery. A lot of rugby players go through it these days, like professional rugby players, and I'm sure the procedure has changed quite a bit. Um, our national captain Jean de Villiers, he's actually you know, recovering from that particular injury right now. And uh, so they used, they did not, maybe the, it's not that gruesome, but they just, they drilled a hole through my femur, through my kneecap, into my tibia, and they quietly took two hamstring tendons um, out, and they got that through the hole to act as my replacement ACL, anterior cruciate ligament, and they added biodegradable screw put in. And fortunately, over the last, I've been very fortunate over the last 10 years since the operation, uh, not to have any, I mean, touch wood, not to have any complications. I went through my rehab, I do all my fitness uh, training and I get looked after by my, um, get looked after by my fitness, current fitness trainer, Dickie Kreer. You know, he's quite a, quite a, quite a good guy and um, he puts me through my paces. He puts our team through our paces and, you know, he makes sure that um, we get the necessary strength work done and, like I said, I've been fortunate enough over the last 10 years um, not to have any complications. So the first time you pulled that Western Province uh, cricket, what, it was it Western Province, uh, what was it, the other team? It's not like rugby, hey? Like the Stormers. You didn't play cricket for the Stormers, huh? No, no, I'm no, no. I'm just checking. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people still think there's, you got the Stormers cricket team and you got the Western Province. Yeah. So what was it like when you got the call and said, there we go. You are going to play for Western Province. Uh, it must have been amazing. Who called you? Is Western Province? You, or, or well, you played for Province first, huh? I didn't play Province first. I played Province Amateur. I played for, the only professional team in South Africa that I've played for is the Titans. So you never played for Province? I played for the Amateur side, the second team. So you've never played for... Yeah. I've never played for Province, no. <laughs> I bet you're getting calls every day now. Huh? So but, you, the first, okay, let's, oh, I thought you, you played one or two games there, but yeah. the call obviously you got, and then that first day you were in the team and the guys around you, what was it like, the, the, the morale in the team at that stage? And did they was, accept you and was it nice? It was, it was quite tough, to be fair. You know, I had this young kid coming from Cape Town to Pretoria to play for the Blow Biller Cricket. <laughs> Um, it was tough in the beginning, you know, to kind of prove my worth. And, mm. and no matter what team, and no matter what sport, no matter what team uh, side you play in, you always have, you always feel that you have to prove yourself a little bit for that. Um, that you're always looking for that sense of belonging. You know, the first year was tough because that's what I was looking for. I was looking for that approval amongst my peers. I became very good friends with Faf uh, Duplessis, our national T20 captain, and. Um, you know, he plays all the formats. What a wonderful player and a very, very good friend of mine. Um, and Hanno Kuhn, currently op- uh, um, recovering from a back operation. I uh, hope you get well, buddy, if you're listening. I doubt you are, but anyway, hope you get well. And so we became very good friends. And 
so without looking for that sense of purpose and and sense of belonging within the team, you know, they became my good friends and uh, we decided, you know, we built a bond. And um, so that call that came to play the first game, it was against the Cobras, which is the team that I left for. My very first professional game for the Titans was against the Western Province team. <laughs> I remember like it was yesterday, I got a three ball duck a big fat zero and the scores were tied and the two current batsmen in Johan Marburg and Gerald Dross, they were, they batted out and over and a wicket fell and I went into bat. Scores tied. All I needed to do was to get a run and I got a duck. (laughs) (laughs) I played with Justin Kemp, Uh, Andre Nall was playing, uh, Faf was playing, AB the Village was playing. It was a whole host. I was very starstruck at the time. And uh it was a it, it, it was a proud moment. A proud moment to be to be realizing my dream, seeing that, you know, a year and a half before then I was uh, you know, I I was on a hospital bed mm. having an operation, never never knowing whether I was gonna play any type of sport, let alone touch rugby, let alone golf, you know. Um so it was a very proud moment to get that call and to actually be selected into the first team of that particular on that particular night, um, and it was at Supersport Park, so that always holds a, a very a very fond memory. Um, maybe not the game, maybe not the game in itself because I got a duck, but just you know, just 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 making it, you know, my, being doing what I always wanted to do and being on that field and with these people and you know knowing that at least you know I I I have an opportunity to do what. Um, what a lot, what a what a lot of kids, young kids, uh, as, aspire to, and um, you know, I've been crafting hard ever ever since to to hold on to that first team spot, you know, and I've been doing pretty well at holding on to that, being very determined holding on to that first team spot. Now, the uh, when you get a duck <laughs> after the match, obviously between uh, the team, what happens? Do they? How long does it last? <laughs> you get told. We get told to give. Um, Five to ten minutes grace. So in the change room, it's a very dark and lonely, lonely place. <laughs> I know one of my teammates. He's not here. I wish he was here listening. Rulo van der Merwe. Mm-hmm. And to a certain extent, Mister Mister David Visa himself. Um, they have a slight uh, uh, temper temper problem uh, when things don't go their way. Uh, but in particular when they bat in and in particular when they don't score runs. Um, and that's all I will say for for now. <laughs> but there is a five minutes grace where you just leave the guy alone, let him deal with his emotions, let him deal with the, his disappointment. Um, but we've learned over the last few years, in my younger days, like I said, you know, I was playing for UCT, we're not yet to make friends and I was very angry at, uh, like you know, it dictated whether I was happy or not, you know, whether I succeeded or not. And you know, as you grow older and you become a little bit more wiser and, you know, something that I've kind of um, tried to try to implement is, uh, you know, you need to be the same the the same person. You know, so whether I get a duck or whether I get a hundred, you need to try and be the same person that you were uh, before the game started. Or you know, you need to try and be that same person. Let it not dictate who you who you are. People have families and kids, and you know, whether you get a duck, you go and go home to your wife and be angry, and like you know, you got kids to look after and stuff. So. 
I think we've learned to handle that a lot better these days. Um, Your second you know. match, how many <laughs> runs? <laughs> not another duck. No, it wasn't Come a on, duck. Come on, Fudgy. I, I, can't, I can't remember, but it was definitely not a duck. So any, even one would have been a significant improvement on <laughs> the previous week in school. Well, uh, look at Alan Donald, hey? <laughs> we'll remember him for all his ducks. But that, that duck of yours, nobody remembers you. The only one. You have to live with that for the rest of your life. That, that is true. But uh, look what you've done. I mean, you've overcome that. And uh, people get ducks. The big stars... Um, you know, you go on there and uh, it's just, if, it, if it's your day, it's your day. It's like rugby, like any sport, like golfers. Any. Exactly. Um, let's talk quickly about the vibe at the Titans, uh, the infrastructure there. Your, what do you do Monday to Sunday? I know you play a lot of cricket on, on maybe the Friday or the Saturday and the Sunday, but Monday, I know you guys sit there and watch videos. You analyze and that's when the, the coach jumps up and down on your head. <laughs> so a, a typical day in the life of a South African cricketer. So so currently we're on preseason. So I'll take, you, I'll, I'll take us through uh, um, what we do in the preseason. And what we do is a lot of gym work. <laughs> As I've mentioned, Dicky Korea puts us through our paces and there's certain guys on different programs. Some guys need to lose a little, a little bit more weight. Some guys need to pick up weight. Um, so there are different programs specified to the different individuals. Uh, Monday to Friday, we're in the gym off, off 8 in the morning till half 10. And it's, I can guarantee you the guys are, are laying on the floor, pushing a bead. Um, they run around Centurion like, like nobody's business, um, in, and, in and amongst the streets. Uh, so, that's, so, so that's what I mean, preseason entails. In the first part of preseason is a lot of cardio, a lot of gym, uh, getting strong, ironing out all those niggles from the previous year. So you do a physical assessment at the end of the season to find out your weak spots. And the first part of the season is making sure you, you strengthen those weak spots. Um, and then towards June and July, you start doing a bit more uh, skill work. So balls, bowling, uh, batting. Fortunate enough in Pretoria that it doesn't rain. You know, in Cape Town, in PE and Durban, or well, Durban's lovely. Uh, Cape Town and PE, it rains quite a bit in the winter, so it's kind of tough to get outdoors, and we're fortunate enough to get outdoors. We use the facilities of some of our clubs. Um, I know Irene, uh, Irene Cricket, uh, Villages Cricket Club, sorry, it's based in Irene, um, on, next to the golf course, and they provide their facilities to us, and we use the outdoor steps, and the bowlers can bowl in the middle just to get a feel of what it feels like to bowl outside, and so this is now June, July, um, August, September. We start thinking about playing some games, T20s, and four days and one days, depending on which competition starts in uh, end of September, October. And the general, so when the season's on, the general day-to-day business is the four-day games is Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Monday would be an off day. Tuesday would be a hard training session. Wednesday would be a lighter training session. Um, and then we start again Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And depending on whether we travel or not, the Wednesday would be allocated towards a travel day, play the Thursday to Sunday, travel back on the Monday, train the Tuesday. But that the four-day competition is broken up into different segments, so half and half, you know. The T20 competition and the one-day competition gets played in a full block, so it gets done, uh, done and dusted, over and over, over with quickly. And um, the day generally starts at half eight with a gym session in the morning. Most of the guys do the gym session in the morning. Some of the guys like to do the cricket first and gym in the afternoon. 
half past eight till about half past nine, half past nine till half past twelve is uh, skill skills training, so fielding, batting, bowling in different particular groups. And whether you've done your gym in the morning or, or I mean, then you're done at about half past twelve, one o'clock, and then there's an opportunity to do extra. So if you want to hit some extra balls or bowl some extra balls or catch some extra balls, the coaches are available for you to do that. You know, they prov- they've created and provided a wonderful environment uh, with Rob Walter being our head coach, you know, Mandla Mashimba being our assistant coach. He's a diehard um, titan and, you know, he's been working really hard and Rob Walter, South work ethic is second to none. And so we're looking at roughly from a half eight till about half one day, you know. So we work in gym work, we work in skills and the first, the analysis of the other teams generally happens the day before. So we have a quick rundown of who we're playing, uh, plans and tactics, see what we need to do um, against a certain opposition, look at the field, uh, plan accordingly and and try and execute on the day and I think we all know that on the day as you've mentioned you know sometimes it doesn't go to plan but there is a plan in place and sometimes when the pressure's on people pressure makes people do funny things um, like we've seen in the last uh, few months and um, so yeah so that's general the general day-to-day you know generally a lot of the guys go over to the UK and to Amsterdam to play club cricket in the winter that's firstly a financial Barney and Friends Barney Simon Decorate